Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Hello and welcome to the Modernize or Die podcast, CFML oh, News 10 Edition. minutes getting through that. I'm Eric Peterson and normally a lot more together. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to our sponsor, Ordis Solutions, the maker of all your favorite boxes, but not our audio equipment nightmares. Uh, command box, cold box, forge box, test box, and probably some new boxes we'll talk about today. You can... Say thank you by liking and subscribing to these videos on YouTube. You can help Ortis reach for the stars. I need the uh, Toy Story clip there. Um, by starring our repos on GitHub. In fact, we have some fun things later to tell you about that. You can subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your fine podcasts. And you can sign up for a free or paid account on CFCast, which releases new content every week. Finally... Our book, 102 Cold Box Quick Tips and Tricks, is still available on Gumroad. And now that we're up to, I think, 107 for Command Box. Brad, I'm going to keep counting them. Better believe it. I'm going to put it in the show notes now. Uh, that's not the only way you can say thank you. Maybe you'd like to become a Patreon. You want to tell us about that, Dan? Would so Patreon supporters basically support uh, the, the open source work that Ordis does. They support this podcast. They support the development of, as I'm as Eric said, all the boxes. There are also rewards you get for being a Patreon a, a supporter. Some of them include um, uh, some include uh, free access to things like CF casts, free, free subscriptions to Forgebox. Um, there are many different levels, and I think we actually described the different ones at the end of the show. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. But here are some of them. There we go. Open link, sorry. Okay. All right, so as a box supporter, you basically, your name and your logo, your company logo gets put onto our website. Um, if you are a $10, that, that $10 per month, as you go through bronze and silver, the, uh, it increases, like I said, uh, memberships to uh, Forgebox and um, the, uh, some, some of the higher packages get, get time with older uh, senior developers. Um, not me, Eric, and the people that actually know what they're doing, which is fantastic, as we already established with my audio prowess here. And uh, yeah, basically, you're supporting a good cause. Awesome. Well, hey, let's jump into the news for the day and uh, talk about some fun things. So in case you missed it, last week, Cobox 6.6 was released along with its companion Libraries with Wirebox, Cashbox, and Logbox. Uh, lots of fixes, but maybe the biggest one is Wirebox now can have um, hierarchical dependency injection. So it's better to explain it with an example than to use all the fancy words. Basically, you can have different versions of the same module in your dependency tree, and the a module can request a dependency that's the version it wants, no matter what versions are installed in your application, um, a la npm. So if you've ever been brave enough to poke into node modules, <laughs> you might notice that each module has its own node modules folder and down forever. And the way that node does this is it looks in its own folder and then it goes up the chain until it gets to the root. It is similar with Wirebox. 
So now you can have those different versions. You don't have to worry about having to keep them all sync, especially with more modules in your application. Pretty awesome. Um, that's just the tip of the iceberg. You can check it out on the Order Solution blog and see all the new features released with Coldbox 6.6. There we go. That's one of the things. Keep going with that. Um, upcoming on uh, February 24th, it's a week, uh, about a week and a half. Um, Ortis does a weekly webinar, free webinar and training on different things. Last month was um, was on CD Wire and uh, on one of the new products that, that, that's coming out from Ortis. This upcoming on, on February 24th at 11 o'clock Central, so 12 o'clock Eastern. Uh, uh, Brad Wood basically is going to be going over all the new features available in uh, Command Box 5. Um, and I am putting, oh, do you want to do that? You did. Yeah, you should wait at me, okay? He's talking about we got the link in the show notes yep, the and in the, in the chat. So, All right, now just to, to kind of continue on with basically how, how the morning's going, suddenly the my notes over here just started scrolling rapidly, and I have no idea what happened, and I just decided I'm not touching a mouse for the rest of the day. So <laughs> going on. So 24th, Brad, 11 o'clock, tune in. It's going to be great. Awesome. Coming up the same, uh, let's see, not the same day, Friday the 25th, the Hawaii Cold Fusion user group will have a presentation using CFCs in your Cold Fusion applications with John Barrett. So that's at 5 p.m. Central Time, 7 Eastern, and I think it's like 1 p.m. Hawaii Time. Also, is it called Hawaii Time? Because... I don't know what other like time zone you would call that, you know? Wait, is that Pacific? No, no, but no, Pacific's California, but Hawaii's yeah. like beyond that, right? Right. So I don't know. Somebody, somebody, tell me in the chat what is it called? I'll probably still call it Hawaii time. Anyway, so come <laughs> learn about using CFCs in your application, creating and developing applications using CFCs to separate code logic, formatted, well formatted and organized code. I'm very excited for another user group starting up get some more presentations out there. So that's the Hawaii Cold Fusion User Group, Friday the 25th. Sounds good. Other trainings that are coming up. Um, and also the, the 24th. So basically, you can spend the 24th and 25th online all day. You can get a bunch of great content. But on the 24th, um, at 10 o'clock in the morning at Pacific time, which is not Hawaiian time, um, just to be a little clear, we basically have a policy that we have to report events not in the same time zone at all, because we have Central and Pacific and Hawaii time here. Uh, but on the 24th, at 10 o'clock Pacific, which is 1 o'clock Eastern, um, Mark Takata from Adobe will be doing an online presentation on cloud report building using Cold Fusion and PDF. Now, what's interesting about this is the whole focus of it is on building reports from non um, on basically no code data sources. So not databases um, necessarily, but he'll be using Google Sheets as, um, as a data source um, and generating PDF content from that. And then also going in and using um, GraphQL and making grids that way. So it's just kind of um, an interesting overview, but also using um, the PDF engine that are built in the, in the cold fusion to do that. A couple other um, workshops coming up. One is a little uh, sooner, actually it is tomorrow. Um, it is the, uh, one of the Adobe workshops. This one's with Brian Safi at nine o'clock Eastern. Um, and the link will be in the chat. The agenda that this looks interesting, especially if you have people on your team that are relatively new to Cold Fusion or they're, they're um, coming over, 
the, the agenda looks kind of broad and, and, and general, but as I was reading through the actual agenda, there's some good nuggets in there, especially for people that are coming over from other languages um, or new developers that are learning to kind of up, up, up the game a little bit. There are some gems in there, things like using the, um, the ternary, uh, where do I put the actual agenda that was on there? Now, of course, I've lost it in my things here. Um, but it was a range of, of techniques and styles. There were some scoping issues in there. They, um, um, some batches. Definitely follow the chat, look at the topics. There, there may be some good things in there to have on the background or have um, new people on your team go there. Uh, coming up after that on March 9th, 9 o'clock in the morning, Central Time, it looks like. Um, Gabriel Lendo. That, uh, that is Central European Time. It's a European time. My apologies. Again, going with our policy of not actually announcing events with any kind of consistent time zone whatsoever. Um, <laughs> it is uh, with Jamie and Bruendo. Uh, another uh, Adobe website, uh, um, Adobe conference. And I have not gone through the agenda, but you can see the full list of the Adobe conferences coming up um, at meetus.adobeevents.com slash coldfusion, or you can just click on the show notes. Yeah. So that is the same version, the same workshop done in two different time zones by two different people. Okay. So pick the one that works best for you. They are free. And uh, yeah, um, jumping back to Mark's meetup coming up. Uh, I think all of us could uh, use a workshop on how to connect to Google Sheets because I don't know how many times I've had somebody come up and been like, hey, I have this spreadsheet that I've maintained for 20 years at this company and I want it to be an app because I'm, I'm leaving or, you know, I'm passing it on to somebody else and... Oh, it'd be nice to just hook into that spreadsheet. <laughs> it's amazing how many like non-database data sources that there actually are out there when you think about it. About a year and a half ago, I was doing something similar, but it was using um, cards on Trello as the data source. Like people were going in and doing Trello, and then I was able to actually hook up, hook up streams to that and ingest all the data that was coming in. It was like, oh, it's just kind of a cool sideways, things, sideways way of looking at things. And it's a nice way to be able to get a UI without building one, you know? Especially like Trello, people can understand. I click and drag this, and then you do all the magic behind the scenes. So excited for that one! All right, let's talk about what's new on CF Casts. This week we had up and running with CB Wire released, so we've had a workshop on it. We've had lots of uh, traction on the repo, and here is our first video about it by the creator himself, Grant Copley. You can. Check out how to get up and running with CBWire yourself on CFCasts. And let's see. It is free. I had to check. So you can go watch that for free. You don't even have to sign up for an account. Though if you do, we'll track your progress for you. Yeah. I will go ahead and paste that. After that, let's get into some conferences. Uh, first one coming up that we're watching is Dev Nexus 2022. Uh, I have a note here that this is the largest Java conference in the U.S. That's pretty fun. This is April 12th through 14th in Atlanta, Georgia, and two of our own will be speaking there, Mr. Brad Wood and Mr. Luis Mahano. Luis will be talking about AlpineJS, and Brad will be going over what's a pull request contributing to open source. So I know this is one that uh, we try to get somebody to every year, keep up what's going on in the Java world, and try to spread the CFML love. They have a whole, uh, what are they called? Java, JVM languages. There we go. Track, usually. And uh, CFML is not really represented except for us, so we go and spread that love there. 
I was a pretty good ambassador for it too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you've met Brad and Luis, you know that they they love to talk about CFML. <laughs> All right, after that, uh, ViewConf US in Fort Lauderdale. Try that again. ViewConf. Nope, I can't do this. ViewJSConf in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, June 8th through 10th, 2022. (laughs) Um, The tagline is Beach Code View. I believe they said it in that order on purpose. They're going to spend all their time at the beach. Um, <laughs> workshop day on the 8th and the main conference on the 9th and 10th. There is a call for proposals open right now. The deadline is the end of the month, and you can find out more at us.viewjs.org. So we at Ordis love us some Vue.js. So uh, I know there's a few of us trying to get there, probably more for the beach than for the conference, but, uh, you know, we're only human. Sorry, I'm <laughs> All right, that's true. Hey, one of the other things that I have next to someone to kind of point out because I realized this Brad speaking on how to do an open source, um, an open source uh, pull request on, on, on how to contribute. Um, one of the things that came up in the uh, that I was reading this morning on the state of the cold fusion survey was basically people were saying, I would love to contribute to open source projects, but I have no idea how. I just thought that was a very timely topic on there. Ah, it is. We'll have to either record him speaking there or get him to get a CFCast video up for us. Makes sense. Lastly, we can't help but mention Into the Box 2022. We are looking at the end of September. We'll give you some tentative dates in there. Nothing set yet, but uh, keep that last week in September open on your calendars so you can come join us in Texas. And as always, if you are looking for more conferences, comps.tech is our recommendation to go check out see conferences for any almost any language and community true although i did i, I did do a search on this morning for cold fusion so and i was all right not necessarily represented but i think that there's enough content it's probably good yeah we we do uh they do have us there like you can say you're a cfml conference we got that in and got uh, into the box there last year but um I just don't think there's any into the uh, any Cold Fusion conferences currently announced. Is the problem? <laughs> that, that could be. That's a very good point. Only con- only uh, only webinars and seminars. Yeah. We'll work on that. Cool. All right, sir. Uh, how about we cover the blogs, tweets, and videos of the week? All right, sounds good. good. Well, I'll, I'll get a bunch. Uh, first, Grant Copley going along with the whole theme about um, uh, first going on the uh, Grant Copley talking about CD Wire. And what are, the, what are the requests? Basically, stars on GitHub are huge all the way around. We did a plug form at the beginning for some of our open source projects um, to get us noticed, to get people that are interested, but it also helps help with like, like trending and people be, 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 be able to find them. Um, one of his tweets basically was all about the upcoming seminars or his seminar on, on CD Wire and uh, just getting some stars. Um, Next coming up, we have a tweet from Luis Mahano. I'll do the one about command box. And then... oh, one second. I, I have a plug in this stars thing. Oh, by all means. So it was brought up that we wanted to do it, and I thought, I don't want to visit all the repos to star them. Like, that sounds like work. So instead of doing a manual task that would have taken, you know, like 60 seconds, I decided to spend a couple hours making a command box command that will star any of your dependencies that have a GitHub uh, repo mentioned in the box.json. <laughs> so um, I'm going to post it here in the chat. There's a command box GitHub um, command. 
There's no docs on the Forgebox page. Don't let that scare you. Just use command boxes help and it will tell you what to do. But uh, run it in the root of your package and it will star all your dependencies for you. You're welcome. <laughs> all about the, you know, if we could automate any kind of affection, that would be great. Yeah. That's so we have automated your affection. You just have to <laughs> run a command. <laughs> exactly. Cool. He's an innovator. All right, and uh, there's a new box coming out, right? Right, uh, right, Eric? Uh, sort of. It's like an ancillary box. It's a box for your box. No, that didn't make sense. Um, this one is an updated version of the command setup command box uh, GitHub action. So uh, Luis took some time on it, got some input from a few of us, including the wonderfully talented Michael Bourne in this area, and sped up the command box CLI command for GitHub Actions, shaved off like a minute off of the start time. Like, it's going to save you a lot of time. Switch over to it to it as soon as you can. So, um, yeah, this is a box container or a box box since it runs on GitHub Actions. If you haven't checked out uh, uh, GitHub Actions, I've, I haven't, but hearing some of the talk about it on um, this week from, from everyone, how this was improving, it sounds like it's definitely something to, uh, to investigate with your CI and CV process, right? That's right. We we use it for all our open source. I mean, you can't you can't beat free, right? We've migrated almost everything from Travis, and uh, GitHub Actions is where we're focusing. So, okay. Well, um, we have a post. I think it was on Twitter, but I have the LinkedIn one, which feels weird to me because I don't think I've ever gone to LinkedIn in like a decade. But uh, Luis has teased. Timebox, which you probably heard on the podcast before, but he put a little picture of it and talked about some features. But uh, coming this summer, a Timebox business management platform to manage your business, clients, employees, contractors, projects, timesheets, payments, uh, crypto payments, multilingual, multi-region, and much more. Built with CFML, Quasar, Coldbox. This is what I meant by the new box that was coming out. Ah, that's smart. I was ahead of us. <laughs> Well, there you go. So Timebox, if that sounds like something that you'd like, if you've used things like FreshBooks and found them wanting and wanted to build your own, um, well, you can use the one that we built. We built our own. Come use it. There you go. Uh, there's another tweet by James Moberg. What does CFACTP get as binary do in Lucy? So um, he noticed that the CFML, the Lucy docs, do not have a documented get as binary equals never option, but he's used that in Adobe and it doesn't throw an error. So what does it do? Um, so favorite thing about Lucy, uh, I went and jumped in the source code and I'll be honest, I actually don't know what it's doing, but I found where it does it. <laughs> so um, you can go ahead and check that. I put the link here in the show notes and in the chat, you can kind of see the, the Lucy code, it seems to only make a difference if the response is text and you said either don't get as binary or always. I don't know. But James, you can check that out because I'm sure you'll understand it since you've used it. I did not understand it yet. So That works. Last, last uh, I think last tweet of the day or is those, uh, yeah, last... Oh, no, this case, okay, so this is the tweet, basically. Uh, they're going to blog posts. Um, again, from CFY, just want to send, send out a thank you to Host Tech 
um, for setting up the new, um, the new hosting. And uh, yeah, actually, thanks to Host Tech and then all the other places that are hosting Cold Fusion out there, because obviously they make what we do possible. Um, otherwise, we'd be hosting everything ourselves. Um, I guess that was a very short and sweet one. Now go. It was. It was a. It was a shout out to Host Tech. Host Tech is great. If you have hosting needs, they are one to check out. All right, we're into some blogs. Let's start with Mr. Wildebrun with tracking your database changes with Logbox. So Will talks about how he had a need to track every um, database interaction with logs because uh, the type of work they were doing would let their customers make like DNS and email setting changes, which you can easily mess up if you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> so uh, keeping a log of every change would let them go back and see what happened and help their customers. Uh, this uh, article in particular talks about using it with um, the Quick ORM engine and its interceptors. That's a way to hook into all the different events uh, that create items, save them, update them. Um, he's going to go over ones with CBORM and custom applications using your own query services in later blog posts. So go ahead and check that out. We'll put that in the show notes and in the chat. Cool. Keep it going with the blogs. So Ben Nadell, as always, being very prolific, had about three or four this week. Three of them or four of them were actually, or three of them were, were, were very related. Um, he had three blog posts all in a row that related to something called JSOUP. Have you never heard of JSOUP? Uh, it's a Java library that reads web pages, HTML, and actually converts them to a DOM, just like they are in the browser. And it, it gives a, gives you access basically to jQuery-like commands that you can um, basically make adaptations to your HTML all over the place um, with some very easy commands. Uh, he said this was amazing. because, And again, shout out to James Moberg, who we mentioned, I mentioned before, then mentions him a couple times as being the person that's always saying, check out JSOUP, check out JSOUP. We finally did. And uh, he's been using it to refactor old blog posts to basically kind of um, standardize things like slugs, standardize things like, like um, updated uh, tags, I believe. He was building previews basically using on this. And he says his, his, previous, his previous method was all about using reg, uh, regular expressions, which um, if you've ever used regular expressions, they're amazingly powerful, they're helpful and enough to give you night terrors um, because they are again, powerful, but very complicated. He says this has a lot more, um, a lot more, uh, uh, what's we're looking for? Specificity, it was cleaner, the code was cleaner, easier to use. So it just it had a whole bunch of sections here on JSU, which I thought, I thought was fascinating. It got me thinking, um, I wonder if we could actually play with this a little bit and for some non-cold non fusion test box testing, um, actually work JSU in there and actually be able to do tests on the DOM itself, um, like in production, just kind of, kind, of, kind of seeing if something's working or not. Almost like CF Selenium, but with a little bit different uh, different focus. Well, friend, you need you need to check out Integrated. <laughs> one of the yeah. first one of the first things I did when I started getting involved in the Cold Fusion community, especially Coldbox, mm -hmm. was write a wrapper around um, the Coldbox testing framework okay. that lets you do the execute against pages, and it would let you get the HTML back and it would use JSOUP to parse it and then let you say, I expect to see this element or I want to fill out this field and click this button and submit this form. Oh. So it can do all of that kind of stuff. Now it's a little, uh, it still works, but it hasn't been touched in a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you can go look that out. That's called integrated. You can find that on ForgeBox. 
All right. So Dino Garcia in the chat a little while ago mentioned how Eric was an innovator and we had yet proven it that I basically thought what I had was a great idea. And Eric did it 10 years ago and probably better than I would. So you, nice. you did well have done. a great idea and it is, <laughs> uh, let's see, two years old, three years old. So. Two years old. Well, fair enough. It's all good. Yeah, that's one of those things where it's like you're in a group of people and someone else asks a question that you were thinking. And then you're like, well, that's good. I wasn't the only one that actually had that question. That was fantastic. It's a little affirming, you know, it's just kind of, I'm not alone in this. This is great. Um, ben had another, um, another uh, blog post talking about um, uh, kind of an approach that he had basically to doing query outputs uh, when it came to grouping it in, in, um, in, uh, in cold fusion queries. When you're looping over to query, the, uh, one of the, someone asked about this. The, re the results weren't coming out right. And he actually did a, a better response. Um, I didn't quite get it on the, on the first thing, but it made sense, at least conceptually, although I'm not quite sure I could, I'm not going to articulate it. But basically, he was running into scoping issues with CF includes, and he basically created a custom group by function uh, that consolidated if on everything, and it came out um, accurate. So just kind of an interesting approach on um, some good built-in functionality that may not be working exactly the way that you think it might be. Thought it was kind of cool. Uh, yeah. He also had some notes on CF collection and went on from there. Yeah, so um, I've put some bonus links in here. Uh, some cool. libraries that can help you with what uh, Ben did there with the grouping. There's CF collection or underscore CF. Mm -hmm. um, both kind of uh, take that functional programming approach. Um, anybody who's heard me talk for any length of time knows that the first thing I would have done here is transform that query into a array or a struct into something that is a bit more usable in my opinion. <laughs> and that's kind of what Ben does. He transforms the query into a ordered struct. Um, finally, uh, there is a Forgebox module for uh, JSOUP. So if you're using Coldbox, you can install CBJSOUP. Uh, basically gives you the JSOUP that you want that you see Ben using, but it uh, does all the Java loader stuff for you. Yep, and that's put up by Don Bellamy, right? It is, yep. <clears throat> um, I did have a joke earlier. You mentioned uh, a lot of Ben's work before the JSOUP stuff was with Regex. Uh, there was a funny tweet by, uh, what is his name? I don't remember. He's a .NET guy that works at Microsoft. Him. Yeah. Um, anyways, he was asking, like, how do you pronounce it? Regex or Regex? And he had somebody respond that says, I pronounce it Regex because that's how I feel after I use it. <laughs> <laughs> so. He had Rex Rage, basically, what it was. Road Rage, Rex Rage. It was good. Yeah. Scott Hanselman. There's his name. Oh. So if I can find that tweet, I'll throw it in. But all right. Well, that took us through the blogs, tweets, and videos of the week. And now on to find a job. Our friends at GiveCFMLJobs.com have over 41 cold fusion positions from 25 companies across 25 locations in five countries. Four new ones this week. We have three in India, uh, one in Bengaluru, one in, I tried, I looked this up to pronounce it and I'm probably going to ruin it. Th yep, I'm ruining it already. Thiruvanathampuram. Now, that was probably bad pronunciation, but I tried. Um, those are the other two jobs. All for senior. Following along at home, I just pasted to the chat, so you can actually provide <laughs> your page foundation. And please, this is not mocking any of the countries. It's just us phonetically challenged Americans having a problem. Here. <laughs> That's true. So those are all software engineer positions with Cold Fusion. I did notice that they do ask for Coldbox experience, which made me happy. 
And finally, one Cold Fusion Lucy developer in Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Um, other job links, you can always check out our own website, ordersolutions.com slash about-us slash careers. Ventro.com slash careers. And it looks like uh, Raisha, Raisha, is that how we say them? Riza? Uh, the company that mostly backs Lucy, this is Gert, this is Misha, um, is looking for a U.S. time zone developer. And we'll put that in uh, the Slack link to that. Alrighty. Uh, okay. Moving to the Forgebox module of the week, we kind of gave you like three already, but we're going to keep going and highlight a community one here. Yep, sounds good. So, a couple, so many of you um, over the past couple of years uh, were using Mura, which is by, by, by Blue River. They had Mura, uh, MuraCon going on. I mean, it was, it was popular. I mean, still is popular. Um, they recently, as everyone knows, or not everyone knows, but recently, relative took that back and made it made more proprietary, um, which obviously good for them. And that's fantastic. Hope it works out. But obviously, a lot of people were using the open source version. And what do they do next? Well, there's a new CMS that is Masa, an M-A-S-A CMS, um, which took Mira, the last open source uh, fork, basically, that they had. They forked it. And they've, they've, they've uh, continued on. Um, I confess, I hadn't heard of them until today. I kind of saw something a while ago that somebody was doing this. But it showed up again in the, um, in the State of the CF Union survey today. And then it's a, more, a Forgebox module of the week. Um, but yeah, you can actually uh, install it, check it out. It could be, um, you know, it's open source. And uh, yeah, by all means, definitely keep keep going with that. I'm pasting that in the uh, in the chat right now. Okay, Forgebox.io and then Massa CMS. Awesome. For our VS Code hint, tip, and trick of the week we wanted to highlight the Playwright Test extension for VS Code. Now, Playwright is a library developed by Microsoft um, that kind of fills the same niche as Selenium. This is a tool that can automate browsers and gives you a way to write code to t automate those browsers. Very useful for tests. Um, another example in this space would be, of course, I say that in Cypress. There we go. Cypress.io, all kind of fulfilling the same thing written in different languages. Um, one thing I personally love about Playwright is they do have a Java library. Um, I did a little bit of playing around with it, but never bundled it up in integrating it with CFML. So that's kind of fun that you can run a test box test and start up a browser and do actual browser testing just using test box and CFML. Now this Playwright test extension for VS Code lets you run the tests inside of your editor it lets you uh, gives you little icons on the side that you can use to run it or to see which ones are running and passed or failed it helps you record new tests or explore selectors um, so one thing with these tests is you have to say this is the uh, dom element i want to see or to click or to do something so it has you know jquery like selectors and it will help you uh, tune those selectors so that is out on VS Code. You can install it, Playwright Test. And um, yeah, I hope that we can do some more playing around getting this like a, a test box driver or something, you know, so that it's easier for all of us to write these tests. Because sometimes you just got to go to the browser, you know. Even if I, a lot of the clients I work for, we have like one or two of these tests. 
uh, most are lower level, but we just want to make sure that everything works or that the big sign-up flow works or the, especially like credit card flows, you know, like just make sure it works and doesn't break kind of smoke tests. So there's the unit test and the integration test. And then there's the, oh my gosh, does the page just work test? So. <laughs> right. Awesome. And here is that link. Sorry, I didn't paste it in. I'm behind here. Oh, no, uh, that's not it. Let me get the link. Sorry, I'm, I'm ahead of myself. I was getting prepared for the future. No I'm worries. Walking this thing today, aren't I? All right. You're doing great. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> let's let's uh, finish this off now before we do even better. Before and do uh, even better. <laughs> thank all our Patreon supporters. Thank you to everybody. We want to know that all of our mistakes are our own. We do not at the moment with our mistakes represent to Ortis or our Patreon supporters. These are mistakes are ours and ours alone or at the moment, mine and mine alone. So moving on. Uh, these individuals are personally, are personally supporting our open source initiatives to ensure the great tooling like Command Box, Forge Box, Cold Box, Content Box, Test Box, the upcoming Time Box, and all the other boxes that keep getting and, uh, that are out there. Um, to make, to make sure that, that they get the, the continuous development that they need, funds the cloud infrastructure that our community relies on, like ForgeBox and our package management, uh, for our package management with Command Box. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash order solutions. Uh, we do have annual memberships. So that means that you can pay for the year and get a, get get 10% uh, off. So you get a discount on your, on your supporting, great for businesses for budgeting purposes. Um, we mentioned before how there's different packages. We have bronze packages. Um, which get uh, Forgebox Pro and CFCast subscriptions as a perk. All Patreon supporters have a profile badge on our community website, and all Patreon supporters have their own private forum access on the community website. And the link for that is community.ordersolutions.com. And here we go, this list of these amazing people that help make this possible, our Patreons. Let me take care of these guys today. Thank you to John Wilson with some nap tricks, Eric Hoffman, Gary Knight, Mario Rodriguez, Giancarlo Gomez, David Bellinger, Dan Card, Jonathan Perret, Jeffrey McGee with Sunstar Media 6, Dean Monder, Joseph Lamery, Don Bellamy, Jan Janik, Laksma Tertrahadi, Carl Von Stetten, Jeremy Adams, Didier Lesnicki, Matthew Clemente, Daniel Garcia, Scott Steinbeck with Agri Tracking Systems, Ben Nadell, Brett DeLine, Kai Kennig, Charlie Earhart, Jonas Erickson, Jason Diger, Sean Odin, Matthew Darby, Ross Phillips, Edgardo Cabezas, Patrick Flynn, Stephanie Mongi, John Wish, and Kevin Wright. Thank you for supporting Order Solutions and this podcast. Finally, a big thank you to Gavin Pickin and an apology that you will have to edit this wonderful show that we have put together for you today. <laughs> Tune in next week when we'll have somebody a little more competent than ourselves, hopefully, running this show. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We'll do color commentary. Thanks, all. <laughs> Bye now. Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Blue Tree Audio.